Hi, Jill. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good. Uh, we are, who are we? We are EnglishLink.com, which we spell English, E-N-G-L-I-S-H, Link, L-I-N-G-Q, EnglishLink.com. And we hope that we are providing an interesting podcast on English mm -hmm. uh, at different levels. And today it's kind of like an intermediate level mm -hmm. uh, on subjects of interest uh, to people and in particular to members of the linguist. Mm -hmm. Thelinguist.com, which is our English learning website. And Jill, what have you got for us today? Um, so in our, our previous podcast we have been talking we've been talking about uh, useful phrases and words from some of our content some of our easy content some of our more difficult content and um, today we are actually going to talk about uh, a writing submission that mm -hmm. one of our longtime members submitted um, on a linguist you can submit writing and we correct it for mm -hmm. you send it back um, and so Tony is a member from Taiwan. And Tony has been with us for a long time. Yeah, for two and a half years. Wow. One of our first, one of our first members, and definitely the longest running member that we've ever had on mm -hmm. the linguist. Mm -hmm. And he's a very keen, very hard worker. And he has improved a lot. He's improved. It's amazing how much he's improved mm -hmm. since he first started. And he has saved, you know, 12,000 words and phrases. Um, he's learned about 7,000 of wow. them. So that means he's, you know, reviewed them enough times, tested them, so they've become known words. These are all the statistics that we generate in the linguist system right. so that the learners can keep track right. of their progress, right. which I think for many people, certainly for me, that would be quite motivating. Mm -hmm. Just to see that, that that all my efforts are actually because sometimes you feel geez I've been at it and uh, uh, you know sometimes you feel you're speaking well and then you're in a situation where you're kind of stumbling yes. and, and and not able to you say feel what you like want you're to not say. progressing and right. get discouraged mm -hmm. but yeah so we have all these statistics mm -hmm. um, you know just in the past year he's listened for over 200 hours wow um, so he's he's worked very hard and it's paid off he's made a lot of progress mm -hmm. and uh, so we're going to talk about one of his writing submissions today, and uh, just some of the, the useful phrases in it, uh, maybe some of the mistakes he made, um, and then also a little bit, his, uh, his submission is about having uh, a tooth pulled, mm -hmm. uh, so we may also speak a little bit about sure. experiences that we've had. And you know, we should say too that we're very happy to get requests mm -hmm. from our learners. We're only too happy to respond to specific requests. Obviously, in this modern world of podcasting, we don't know who we're talking to out there, but we are particularly interested in looking after our learners. Mm -hmm. So when we get a request like this from Tony, please talk about my writing submission. Mm -hmm. We're just only too happy to do it. Right, exactly. So, um, as I said, Tony, t Tony submitted some writing about having his teeth pulled and mm -hmm. how it was a, not a very pleasant experience. I can <laughs> And uh, so... We'll just talk about some of the... Uh, All right. The phrases. Which phrases in particular did you find? Well, you know, he started out using saying last Friday, which is correct. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was sort of um, important to bring up because a lot of people don't know how to express something that happened last week. They mm -hmm. will say uh, since last Friday or since Friday or... Um, 
before Friday. Day, before Friday or days or some days mm-hmm. ago or they they have sometimes a hard time mm-hmm. figuring out right. what, how to say that. So I just thought that was um, useful. Right. Uh, last Friday, meaning the this the, past Friday. This past Friday, when mm-hmm. it's already passed. Mm-hmm. Um, then he he went on to say. This was not my first time of being pulled teeth. Right. Which um, is not correct. Right. And um, basically, we are correction. We replaced it with this was not the first time. This was not my first time having a tooth pulled. Right. It's interesting. First time to have something done. Mm-hmm. He could have said this was not my first time to ha- to have a teeth pulled. Mm-hmm. My first time having a mm-hmm. tooth pulled mm-hmm. or to have a tooth pulled. That's right. Right. Um, then if he had said this is not my first time pulling teeth, that would suggest that he was the dentist. He's the dentist. He's the one right. pulling the teeth. And I wouldn't want to be the patient <laughs> if it was the first time that he's pulling <laughs> yeah. teeth. Exactly. Right. Um, then he goes on to say, um, is probably a horrible one in my pulling teeth history. Um, so we have this, co- we right. changed, our correction was, is probably the most horrible mm-hmm. one in my dental history. So we, we corrected it and, and a lot of people have problems with that the most. Mm-hmm. The other thing that's there is those are both those phrases are very sort of Chinese inspired. Mm. Tony's native language is Chinese. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether it's Taiwanese or Mandarin, but I know he speaks both. But uh, you know, I say this is he says a horrible one in my pulling teeth history. In English, we have to say in my history of having my teeth pulled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't have my pulling teeth history. Right. But in Chinese, you can. Right. It's a very efficient way. I mean, Chinese in that sense, to my mind, is more efficient. Than English, but we just don't say it. Right. So uh, very often, uh, I know Chinese people will say, "My, uh, you know, on top of the house, on top of the hill, house." Mm. No, my house, which is on top of the hill. Mm-hmm. We have to use a separate mm-hmm. phrase or a separate mm-hmm. clause there. Mm-hmm. Lots so. of added words in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and again, the most, which means you know you're comparing it to right. any other. Right. Occurrence. A very good point. He said, but it's probably a horrible one in my pulling teeth history. Yeah, we would normally say the most horrible one. Emphasizing that it's yes. the worst. It's worse than any other right. dental his- experience that he's mm-hmm. had. Um, so then he goes on to say, the doctor spent about double time struggling pulling my giant tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, so we changed it to spent about twice the usual amount of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very difficult. I mean, double time. Double time normally, to me, suggests someone... I go back to when I had high school pra- football practice in high school. Yeah. And I had to run double time. That means we had to make twice as many, uh, you know, steps within right. the same amount of right. time. Right. Uh, Double time. And we use that too. Again, we talk about double overtime. Double no. overtime, but not double yeah. time. Double time. But yeah, I have that in my in some exercise classes that right. I do. It's the same thing. You know, you're doing something single time, right. and then they'll say do it double time, so you do right. it quicker. But we don't we don't use it in the sense that. But it's a it's a very I would say it's a very honest mistake, mm-hmm. and it points out that that we are always best to use where we can phrases that we have seen before mm-hmm. 
And because we don't say double time in that sense, which is not something that Tony would know, but uh, yeah, so sometimes I find we have to try to, very often, try to use a few more words. Don't try to shorten everything up, because you're shortening it up into a phrase, may not, in fact not be a phrase that works. Right. Right. So the fra- correct phrase was twice the usual amount of time. The doctor spent twice the usual usual amount of time. Or we could have said the doctor spent twice as much time twice as, much. as normal mm-hmm. or twice as much time as usual. Mm-hmm. So there's always more than one way to translate these things. There's mm-hmm. also more than one way to be wrong, mm-hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> of course. Um, and... Tony goes on to say, I felt my jaw seem to be. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, of course, we change it to, my jaw felt like it was being. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very important uh, structure, and I have mentioned it to Tony before. Seemed as if, felt as if. Uh, I felt my jaw seemed to be torn off. No, I, uh, it... I felt as if my jaw, I don't know what I'm trying to say, my jaw felt like it was being torn off, or I felt as if my jaw mm-hmm. was being torn off, mm-hmm. or it seemed as if my jaw was being tor- mm-hmm. torn off. The, uh, or it seemed like, like It seemed like, jaw. but you can't have the felt and the seem. That's overkill. No. You don't yeah. need them both. Yeah. So uh, what I would suggest to Tony or others is save the word feel or felt, felt like, whatever, mm-hmm. and save the word seem or seemed, mm-hmm. and see what kinds of example sentences you generate in the review section of the linguist. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- those are very useful structures, felt like, seemed as if, you know, felt as if, and so you've really got to get, uh, you know, to, to where you can use them, because right. you need to use them all the time. To me, that's a more important structure than double time or twice mm-hmm. the usual amount of time, mm-hmm. that's fine. But this one here, Tony, yeah. should get should get right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. I, if I were correcting, I would put a, a, an unhappy picture <laughs> to emphasize. emphasize. <laughs> Not, emphasis. good. Not good. <laughs> um, then Tony goes on to say, "There was a big hurt in my jaw." Mm-hmm. So y- there can't be a hurt. You can have a pain. You can be hurt. Right. So um, sometimes the word hurt is used in a no- as a noun when we're talking about emotional mm-hmm. hurt. Right. You know, I so felt hurt. So Somebody hurt I've, my feelings. Well, hurt my feelings, but it was. I, I think we sometimes use it as a noun. Maybe not. Okay. Yeah. But at any rate, here it hurt the verb. Yeah. It hurt. Okay. Or there was great pain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a big hurt. You can't say no. that. Um, then he goes on to say, oh no, over the past week I could not eat anything but drink some milk or eat some cereal only. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we changed it to over the past week I could not eat anything except milk and cereal. Right. Now, we don't like to, I don't like to disagree with our, our correctors, but one of the things that I think is very important is consistency. Mm-hmm. So even in the correction we say I could not eat anything except milk. We don't eat milk. No. We drink milk. Right. So we should really then use a few more words. And that was partly what was wrong with Tony here. I could not eat anything but drink. In a way, he's He's, he's trying a little better. to he's do trying. that. Yeah. I could not eat anything. Stop. I could only drink milk. But, of course, he could, it's not that he could not eat anything. He, he, I could not eat everything, really. Yeah. 
I could only drink milk and eat some cereal. Mm-hmm. And he should probably mention that it's a very loose cereal. Or maybe not. Cereal is pretty soft. Well, once the milk gets in there, it right. softens it up quite a lot. Yeah. And that's one of those structures where, I mean, I, we can't sit here very quickly and come up with the best way of doing it, but very often when you're stuck like that, use more words. Use more words or exactly make it into two sentences. Right. And often people are afraid of that. They're trying to get right. all their thoughts into one sentence. Right. And sometimes, you know, it's fine. Just put a period and then continue on in a new sentence with a new sentence. You know, I think with in writing... Short sentences Mm -hmm. are key. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is make sure the meaning is clear. If the meaning is not totally clear to you, Mm -hmm. if there is any ambiguity, Mm -hmm. right? Ambiguity means uncertain meaning, you know. If there is any ambiguity or uncertainty, if it's not clear to you writing it, it for sure won't be clear to the person reading it. Right. So it's always worthwhile to use extra words Make a stop, start a new sentence, mm-hmm. make sure it's clear. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, you know, a lot of people have that problem. I see it in, in writing submissions all the time, mm-hmm. having, you know, using a lot of run-on sentences, as mm-hmm. we call them. Right. So just, you know, they have this thought and it just goes on and on and on in one sentence. And right. then they're confused and it's impossible to follow mm-hmm. as the reader. Right. And you, you now you don't even know what they're talking about anymore. Mm-hmm. And so better to have few, you know, a few more sentences, right. shorter sentences. Right. So the two last points that we I think are quite important in this. One is the idea of consistency. Mm-hmm. I couldn't eat anything but drink milk. No, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You've got, if I couldn't eat anything except cereal, mm-hmm. I could also drink milk. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about eat, then talk about things that you food. eat. Mm-hmm. Well, food that you eat. Mm-hmm. That's right. If, if it's something that you drink, you have to introduce a separate verb to deal with the drinking situation. Or you could say, I could not eat or drink anything. That's right. Or I couldn't consume anything, whatever. But if you're using the word eat, it implies that you're chewing Chewing something. (laughs) And we drink liquids. Right. So so the one issue here is to be consistent. And the other one is to make sure that what you have to say is clear. Don't be afraid to make more short sentences. Mm -hmm. And a couple more important phrases here Uh, again he goes on to say I went to see the dentist who checked the hurt of my mouth Mm -hmm. so we we uh, corrected it and said to check the condition of my mouth Mm -hmm. you could say to check the pain in my mouth I think would be more accurate because that's what Tony's trying to say that he went to the doctor because his mouth was sore sore so he asked the doctor to check out why his mouth was mm-hmm. sore, to check mm-hmm. what was causing mm-hmm. the pain mm-hmm. in his mouth. Right. And uh, then he said, the doctor told me that my hurt recovered very well. So um, that my jaw recovered very well. Right. That, uh, you know, you would say I would not cut. have said my jaw. Or just that I had recovered very that well. I, I mean, recovered. what are we talking yeah. specifically about? Yeah. Is it the tooth, the roots of the teeth? gums. Yeah. yeah. It's just that Tony's recovered. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, certainly I don't envy Tony and I wouldn't want to have been him in that mm. situation. No. In the final, in at the end of his writing submission, actually, he does go on to say that, or within it, he says that the, the dentist had to try many times. It wouldn't come out. So he had to keep pulling it. <laughs> and right. so I'm sure that, that was horrible. And at the end, Tony goes on to say that uh, the dentist said, 
another wisdom tooth is um, coming in crookedly or not mm-hmm. properly, and it's going to need to be pulled as well. And so uh, it was, you know, not the news that Tony wanted to hear after uh, that experience. My, my <laughs> advice to Tony? <laughs> Get another get, dentist. Exactly. Get yeah. another dentist. Get another dentist. <laughs> the other thing I would uh, I would like to ask Tony is, as an experiment, when he goes to have his next wisdom tooth pulled, see if he can listen to the linguist mm-hmm. English content while he's having his teeth pulled. <laughs> Maybe it'll distract him well, from right. the pain. This, yeah. is, this is part of our experiment. It's possible that having your teeth pulled <laughs> stimulates certain uh, neurons in your brain uh, and that might be beneficial for language learning. <laughs> we can run a little experiment. A new experiment. New experiment. <laughs> okay. Poor Tony. That wasn't a very pleasant experience, but it was yeah. an interesting yeah. article. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's, that's probably we've covered it. I think so. So, uh, yeah, let's just uh, say that uh, EnglishLink.com, that's us. We have a variety of type of content. We have uh, easy stories. We have ordinary conversation. Some are easy, some are difficult. Uh, We hope people enjoy them. We welcome any feedback. Mm -hmm. If people are uh, members of The Linguist, we would be happy to respond to any requests. If you want us to talk about a particular item in The Linguist Library that you are studying, or if you want us to uh, look at some writing samples uh, that you have submitted for correction, we're only too happy to to do that. Mm Okay. All right. Thank you. Next time. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.